Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Move 
We appreciate your applause, and it seems like uh, during our visit here in Japan, we have met a wonderful group of people everywhere that we've been, and it seems like most everywhere that we've uh, played, people enjoy the old-time hymns. We'd like to do one for you now, one that we've had a lot of requests for all over Japan, one called I Saw the Light. felt like giving up, just throwing in the towel, just giving up. I'm not going to ask you to hunch anybody, but just look at them. That person you're looking at is here tonight only because of God's mercy and His grace. Somebody ought to just tell God, thank you for your mercy and your grace that kept me.
Can I get a witness in here? So I wouldn't let go. I almost gave up. I was really down. I was really down. The devil really had me. But God's mercy kept me. I'm here tonight because of God's mercy. Come on now, just thank him. Just thank him. Depression weighs me down. 
more music? Well, I think we have approached that hour. We have approached that hour. Thank you, thank you, thank you so kindly. Hallelujah. God bless Sister Robin Lynn, Evangelist Robin Lynn, for the work that she do behind the scenes as our producer and manager. Amen. We are in the uh, after after flow, the after party. Amen. Here we have fun. We drop scriptures. We bring the word. We pray. If there are any prayer requests this morning that we need to address, we want to uh, do that. We want to receive these prayer requests that your needs will be met. The word of God, it tells us what to do, how to do it, and who's going to do it. It's a call on the elders. The elders are in the house this morning. Hallelujah. Anyone can agree that the elders was in the house this morning? Oh, man. Amen. We are here. If no one else is here, we are here this morning. I thank him for his faithfulness that I can say that I am faithfully here every morning, uh, sometime not on Saturdays and Sundays. Those are days of rest because I have a double, triple duty of a job. I have to take all the phone calls every day from all the people that need to know what they need to do about their situation, spiritual, mentally, and physically. So I'm a doctor here this morning. Amen. He said, a doctor in the sick room. Let us start off in prayer this morning, and then we'll get our opening scripture. Excuse me, you all. You know, every morning it's sad. The sinus got to pass, and once that sinus passed, I'm glad it passed, and I don't pass with it. Amen. What a blessing it is. Father, again, we come this morning thanking you for all the blessings, Lord, that you have showered down upon us. We thank you for last night, lay, and early morning rise. We thank you, Lord, that you have not judged us according to our doings, but, God, you have searched our heart, Father. And we ask you, Lord, to search every one of our hearts this morning to see, Father, if you be in it. And then, Lord, we ask that you would create in these hearts a clean heart, renew the right spirit in us, Lord, that we will obey and do your good and perfect will. Lord, call man's eyes to fall and look upon the land, and they'll be able to see that this Bible is the only book that's predicting the future. And all, all the other books, for Lord, that is talking about it, God, uh, perhaps they only shine a little light on it, but, Lord, this book here, it tells it from A to Z. And I believe this book, and I believe you, Father, this morning. So we ask you that you share forth your mercy this morning upon the line and abroad on our peoples, far and near. We pray for them, Lord. We pray for those that are in bondage. We pray for every one of the children that's been flashing across the television set, one every second. All of these children, we pray for that mother whom her daughter and her son banished, and they've been gone for 30 years. But you know, Father, Lord, you're all seeing, all knowing God. Lord, reach out this morning on the behalf of the request for this mother. She just want to know how her children's doing. Haven't seen them in 30 years. But God, Lord, Isaiah 51 inscribed that your hands are not short where you can't save in your ears when you came here. Here I plead this morning 
for your people, Lord. Lord, we pray for the young lady, Lord, that's going through a pregnancy this morning. We ask you, God, that you would move accordingly, Father. Oh, God, and we pray for Chris, Lord. He's very abusive, Father, in words and in deed, Father. Lord, we bind that spirit up. We call the spirit, God, of holy boldness to rise up in that woman, God, that she may not fight, Lord, with her hands, but she'll fight with her mouth and declare, Lord, that that spirit must loose his hold and come out. Father, we have the power. We have the power to turn situations around, Lord, and we can only turn them around in your word. We thank you, Father, this morning for the healing upon Amen. Evangelist Robin Lee and God, that you're healing her body, her mind, and soul, that you're restoring her, Father, Lord. Cause all of her enemies to be scattered. Oh, God, have mercy this morning. Lord, we pray for Brother Freddie this morning, Lord. God, you know his heart has not been right, Father. And, Lord, we've done everything we could that you said according to Scripture. Now, Father, I find but only one way to address it. That's in prayer, openly. Father, Lord, we bind up every spirit this morning, God, that is operating in Freddie this morning, that is causing him not to be here on the set, that is trying to keep him from doing the work of the Father. Lord, we forgive him, God, mm-hmm. for restoration for his soul this morning. We ask you to look upon his family this morning. Protect him, Lord, from the hand of the enemy, Lord. Lord, we're going to just stand in the gap, God. Satan, the Lord rebuke you. We command you to come out and loose your hold, trying to control the man of God in his home. We pray for his wife, God, that, Lord, she'll be that hand, Lord. She'll be that woman of God, Lord, that you called her to be, that she may be able to walk with the man of God, that he may be able to walk out, Lord, to his salvation in you, Father. Lord, we curse every dark thing this morning, every deceptive spirit. We curse it, we rebuke it, and break the power of it and destroy the root of it right now. And we command it to go to the feet of our king this morning, Father. Oh, Father, we thank you this morning for all things. We thank you, Lord, for our silent partner. We ask you, Lord, that you touch and move by your spirit again, Father. Lord, move throughout, Lord, her body this morning, her mind and soul, and then move upon her children, her siblings, Lord. Move upon her family and home this morning, Lord. Pull out every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, Lord, and bring in captivity every thought to the obedience of God that she may be obedient to do thy good and perfect will. Praying for Sister Freddie this morning that you will have mercy, Lord. Continue to give her the strength, God, to do the job that you have set before her. Lord, you are an old time, God, Father. We just magnify your name this morning. We glorify you right now, Lord. We pray for all our family and friends, for and me and all over the nation, Father, and have came to this program, Father, that's a part of this program. We thank God for them. We pray, oh God, that the words is going forth on this line, God, that it will reach your people, Father. Lord. You said in the beginning was the word, Father. Well, we ask you that you would give us word, Father, that we will speak on the behalf of your people this morning, Father, that they may hear the truth and understand what they must do. Oh, God, you said that we stand in truth and righteousness, Father, Lord, that you will stand with us, Father. Oh, God, we thank you this morning for your word. We thank you for Minister Sharp, Alexander, all of our mothers and family and friends. We thank you for our neighborhood today, the peace, Lord. And, Father, Lord, we pray over that lava that's running down in, in, in Hawaii this morning, Father, that you'll keep that lava at bay. It will not run and destroy any homes and any lives, Lord. It will not run, Father, Lord upon our oceans, Father. Lord, we thank you this morning because I prayed. For Lord, you said, Lord, Elijah was a man like fashion, and he prayed and reigned for seven years. Father, likewise, we believe that we can pray also, Father, 
and you can hold back, Father Lord, tornadoes, hurricanes, and all these things that are happening, Father. Hold it back, Lord. Let your will be done this morning, Father Lord. Rain down righteousness and justice this morning, Father Lord. Turn our lives around this morning, Lord. Oh, God, we commit ourselves and this ministry to you today again, asking you, Father, if we have sinned by omission or commission, we ask you for deliverance this morning again. Thank you, Father, how you kept us all day yesterday and you brought us again this morning. We pray this morning, God, that you will rain down, Lord, the finances that is needed, Lord, that, amen, our producer may regain the things, Lord, that was taken from her, Father, Lord. Oh, God, we ask you right now, Father, Lord, that you have mercy upon the man of God that is holding her things hostage this morning, God. Lord, we ask you not, Father, Lord, to let no curse fall upon him of no kind, Father, Lord. God, I pray, God, that we'll just stand in the gap, Father, Lord, and we'll just love him, Father, Lord, and we'll treat him like he want to be treated, Father, Lord. We won't, God, put our mouth on him, God. We won't ask you to do nothing special to him, Father, but we're going to ask you to bless him, Lord, touch him, move on him in him and through him. Oh, God, give him his heart's desire this morning. Give him what he needs to complete right. his history that you may draw yes, him Lord. to you with your perfect love, Father, Lord. God, we understand, yes, God, that we are humans, Lord, and humans make mistakes, Father. But, God, I ask you that you let this be a lesson to him that you said, where can we go from you? This thing is ain't that trying to stop him from doing your ministry, Father, Lord. And, God, we miss him over here, Father. We want him back, Lord. So, Lord, we bind up the hand of the enemy, God, that is trying to stop him, Father, Lord. And we ask that his heart will be made glad, Father, and that he will come, Father, Lord, and he will repent yeah, Lord. of his unrighteousness, Lord, and he will restore to the woman of God that that has been, amen, displaced, removed, God, that has been held back from the woman of God today, Father. We thank you for the peace and the love that you have placed in our heart. And, God, we're not slandering anyone, trying to hurt no one. We just want to see righteous and justice go forth, Lord. And we know if you, mm. you said that if we come to you in prayer, Father, even yes, as Lord. the Tenemites came to Job, came came for prayer, Lord, and they had to go to Job, and Job prayed for them, Lord. We're praying for him right now, Father, Lord. And we ask you, Lord, that you would heal him, restore him, deliver him, make him great, yes, Lord. that he will stand, God, and declare the word of truth. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. And it's done in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Well, God bless you again, family and friends. We are here, amen, to do what the Lord has told us to do. And he told us, men, also not to pray. Prayer is the key. Hallelujah. And your faith unlocks the door. Hallelujah. Amen. We're going to go to our opening scripture, and we just want to elaborate over some of the things that we've been talking about. And what we've been talking about, we've been talking about how that the Lord had a need, and his need is to see you blessed. His need is to see that you be healed. His need is to see that you overcome every, every obstacle. Hallelujah. The word is powerful, the Bible said in Hebrews 4 and 12. It says, quick. Being that this word is quick this morning, hallelujah, no matter how long you've been faced up with a situation, he's able this morning. All we need is your faith, hallelujah. The Bible says faith is the key 
The Bible said, what is the key? And faith unlocks the door. Something is it, and faith unlocks the door. Faith is the key. Faith is the key. Anyhow, I got that kind of twisted this morning. But yeah. Don't be making up. Don't be making nothing up. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. I see somebody walking down the sidewalk out there, and it ain't Jesus. So let him keep on walking, Father. Hallelujah. What time is it? Six o'clock? That's about the right time for him to be walking down there. Amen. I believe it's the kid going to school somewhere. Well, it's kind of early for school, so maybe he's in another school. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to our opening scripture this morning. Isaiah 61. This is the good news of your salvation. And this word here entails that you can be free. I'm going to get free. You're going to get free through the word. And we have the word this morning, and that's all we use is the word. That's all. And that is the only thing and the only way you can be free. There is nothing in the world. They may release you from prison. They may unhandcuff you. But, my friend, if you have not surrendered, and accepted a Savior like this one, then you're only just free in personality. And not even in personality are you free. You are bound. I'm bound to the word today. Hallelujah. I am bound by this word. This word is a keeper. Hallelujah. This word can keep you from going astray. It can keep you out of other women's houses, other men's beds. It can keep you off of drugs and alcohol. It can keep you from road work. This word keeps you from everything. Anything that you don't need to be about, this word is able to keep you this morning. We'll put it like that. Amen. The word is all you need today. And I'm not talking about some old religious stuff that everybody's sitting around shouting and, 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 and sucking on soda crackers and all this stuff. You know, it's time for us to get real with ourselves and get real about the work of the Father. We're going to go to this scripture, and we want to talk about some of the things that are being done today that hinders others from coming to God. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach the tidings to the poor. He has taught me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the accepted year, acceptable year of the Lord, and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn and die, to give them beauty fast, to see all of joy for mourning, to give them a praise for the spirit of heaven, that they may be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be Glorified. I think we're going to talk about this one a little bit, Sister Robin. The Spirit okay. of the Lord God is upon every believer. It's upon every believer. If you believe today, my friend, you don't have to go through a whole bunch of bureaucracy of preliminaries. If you believe on the things that you have heard, then that is an automatic deposit of his spirit 
The Lord will open doors for you if you just only believe. But does I need to be baptized? Well, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that one later. we get to that one at eight, uh, 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 Acts 38. We'll get to that one later. But right now, we're talking about the good news of your salvation. We're talking about salvation in the fourth chapter of the book of John, how that the Bible said that Yahshua, Jesus, had need. So he had more than one need. It didn't say he had a need in John the fourth chapter. It said he had needs go through Samaria. Then we talked about how that when he left there, he went all over by Canaan and all this. He was journeying around. And there he was met by a nobleman that also had a need. Now, we were still trying to illustrate to the people of God this nobleman and his faith. But this morning, my, my spirit is being directed at our opening scripture, where it was saying that the spirit of the Lord God is upon me personally. It ain't just talking about me because I'm the preacher. I know it used the word, and the word says, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel. Any believer this morning, he will use to deliver the message to a sinner. So you're not exempt this morning from telling people about the Savior whom we know this morning, that saved souls, that's able to bring deliverance opening the eyes of the blind, simply open up blind eyes. I mean, he's not, uh, we put the spirit of the Lord in a box because we make we make things hard. We become legalistic. We become, uh, you got to come to church and, and this and that. Well, what if I'm in a wheelchair and a straitjacket laying in the bed? Do they need to bring me into the church? Or can you just do like the nobleman's son? The nobleman's son was t- the nobleman was told, "Thy son liveth." Many verses of scriptures. We had another nobleman. He said, "Just send your word." He said, "I'm not worthy that you would come under my rooftop." He said, "I respect you too much to be up under my roof." And the reason I don't want you coming under my roof is because I got men under authority. And if you come under my roof, these men is not intelligent enough to know that I didn't. I, I, I have no power over you. So rather than you be standing in my house uh, healing this boy, uh, why don't you just, just I'm going to just believe that you did it. What's wrong with us today, Sister Robin Well, we sold for all to what we just can't believe. You know, Sister Robin Lynn, she's believing God. For $5,000 so she continued what the Lord said for her to do. $5,000 is to replace her equipment that uh, uh, she haven't had, I mean, that hadn't, hadn't been mailed to her. Uh, it's been now over six weeks and uh, uh, she hasn't received the equipment. Uh, we don't know the reason why and we frankly don't even care why. 
because we're not looking for no illustration. We're not looking for no manifestation of evil to come to come out of anything. We're just hoping the best for mm-hmm. of yes. God. And that's all we want. We don't want to get out of here and bash nobody in and get all ugly and, and get sinful. But we want to show the nation how you're supposed to carry on when a brother or sister have wronged you in a fault. We need to learn how that the Lord dealt with situations. And we too must do the same thing if we're going to stand in these last and evil days. The Bible said if you ain't losing something for my sake, then you ain't doing my will anyhow. You know, we, we, we're on the journey today. And in this journey, it's going to cost you some things. It's going to, your feelings going to get hurt. People's going to say things about you. They gonna the Bible said as if some as if some fiery trial as let me see as if some I can't hardly get my scriptures together this morning I know as if some fiery trial had tried you you know he said you're gonna go through the fire Isaiah forty three but I like what he's saying right here that when his spirit is upon you see you know them you know them by the fruit they bear. If you have the spirit of righteousness, which is the spirit of truth, which is the spirit of the Almighty, if it's upon you, then you're going to be anointed to preach good tidings to the poor. The majority of ministries don't want the poor people in the church because they bring nothing mm-hmm. with them. They're not bringing mm-hmm. So what I'm doing this morning as the Holy Spirit uh, give utterance is he showing me that this wasn't just something to make a daily reading out of but it's something that I need for you and the people to understand that this is good news of salvation this is not just an opening scripture for you to uh, exert who you are and the authority you have Brother Anderson this is a word that I penned in the book that the people will know that when they believe on my name, I'm going to automatically place this spirit upon them. And there's no sense you sitting around saying I'm not no preacher. So many of us that sit in churches for even got our name on pews. We've been in church 20 years. I'm not the preacher. Uh, I can give you the number to my pastor. I mean, you know, you got to think about it now. In the biblical days, when the men and women of God went through these cities and stuff, they made disciples. People were transformed. You know, God used whoever was in the city. He didn't care. He just wanted to get the word out that there's a Savior that's higher than me. There's one that will come, and he will teach you all things. And he said, you need not a teacher, for you have an unction from God. So a lot of times, we're trying to go to school. I'm trying to get it. I'm calling around how much it's going to cost. I get a student loan and all this and that to go to school. That is wonderful. But while you're waiting to get in school, the book said, I am your teacher. I will teach you. I've been in this book since I was seven years old. 
And this book has taught, I tried to do some schooling, but I was just always out in front of what they were teaching me because I had this unction from God that he was breaking scriptures down to me and the preachers didn't they didn't break them that way. So it was a controversy in me, and I had to continue continue consulting the Lord as the Father. You know, am I thinking right about? And I'm still talking to him. Am I thinking right about this scripture? Well, he don't tell me yes or no. You understand? He unctioned my spirit with a beautiful feeling of his anointing. That yes, my child, keep going. Keep going. He don't want us to be stuck on anything. And the scripture here implies that once the spirit of God is placed upon you, has come upon you, then there comes the anointing. Then he's going to anoint you. He's not going to anoint you and you don't have his spirit. There are many people running around sounding anointing. I mean, I can do a whole bunch of sound like anointing. I was preaching at a church one day, and uh, and I began to act anointed. You know, I'm already anointed, but I was trying to show the people how quick they ready to shout and jump up, all because of rat a tat tat and everybody was on their feet. So this went on for about five minutes. I'm I'm just out there. You know, I done jumped all out of the poor pit now, waving my hand up, left the Bible sitting up there on the podium. I got my hand lifted up, and I'm just, and everybody was just stirred. I said, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Cut that out. But we made this sand up in here. They looked at me, and then, well, we thought we had the real thing. Why well, I had never even bought the word. And the anointing sent me there to teach. The anointing sent me to this church. And, and and the majority of the people couldn't understand. They didn't speak any English. But that is going to show you. The anointing don't have to speak English, Spanish, Portugal. The anointing comes, and it comes in a unique way. But when the anointing comes, it will destroy the yoke. Is that what the words say? Anybody know what the words say this morning? It is said, it will destroy the yoke. And this is what we need today. We need some yoke broken off. We need some uh, yokes to be destroyed in our homes. Hallelujah. If we don't learn and get an understanding of what the Scripture says, it said, because the Lord has anointed me. He's talking about you to preach good tidings to the poor. So you're telling me I've got to go call a preacher because these people are so poor out here and they need they need the word. Lord sent you. You're there. And they need this thing quick. And the word of God says in Hebrews 4.12 that his word is quick and sharper than any two-edged sword. And in order for his word to work and to begin to carve out sickness and disease, you are going to have to take hold of the word of God. People need a word today. Uh, 
talking to the young lady yesterday, and she said that the guy has so many different spirits come out of him. So one while he just is kind and loving and caring, and the next while he locks me in the room and he says all kind of evil things, and the Holy Spirit told me what the problem was. And the lady screamed and said, wow, nobody knows this but you and I, but he and I, and God. Well, if the Lord used me to tell you the problem, he also wants to dispel the darkness. But if you yourself have not done things right, you know, I'm like this. You know, I want things done decent and all. Okay, you all are not married. You got a baby in the womb. This man has got split personalities. I mean, what prayer do I pray? I pray the prayer of peace that God will bring forth separation if it ain't going to be no marriage. And I made her understand. Do you think that God actually wants to bring and I let her know I'm not speaking of no 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 abortion. Not you know I'm not telling you to abort this child. But do you think that God wants to bring in another rejected seed? This man is rejecting you. This man is very abusive. This is what I mean by preaching to the poor. I don't come there and just preach Jesus twenty four seven to her. I need to deal with the sin. I need to let her see the sin. I need to let her see that, number one, you know, the guy is very, very abusive. And the Holy Spirit told me this yesterday as I was ministering to her, that do you think that God wants to bring in another rejected child? If this man is locking you up, rejecting you, and you're having complications in the pregnancy and they put you on bed rest, you need to look up to the Lord this morning and say, Father, what do I do? with this seed in my womb. And if it's going to bring sin and shame instead of trying to rest to keep this child in me, if it's going to bring sin and shame and at 12, 13 years old, going to become what, what we don't want. We don't want another destructive child for these people to just shoot and kill so another family, a loved one could be, I mean, you know, and she understood, it. you know, I wasn't hard or harsh on her. I didn't get down on the on, on the man. You need to know how to minister to the poor this morning. You can't go to talking about abortion. You can't go talking about throwing him out. You can't do that. You have to let them judge their own sin. You're just opening a door for sin. If you're going to preach the gospel to this individual, you also must be able to heal my broken heart. So he says here, uh, he sought me to heal the broken hearted also, to proclaim living to the captive and the opening of the doors to those that are bound. I showed her how not to get locked up in, in that room by him. And that's through the word of God. Get your fear out. And you stand boldly and speak to the spirit. I said the guy's a wonderful guy. He's a wonderful guy. He told her about three weeks ago to call me. And she did. He want to be delivered and made free. But until they're ready, 
You just can't just run up in a place. David says, should we go up to battle? No, don't go to battle. The Lord ain't told me to go yet. I asked her, so when are you guys ready? She said, well, I got to get with him. You know, we're dealing with real life issues. And there's a lot of people that are listening to me this morning or will be listening. You have issues and things that you're dealing with today. And you want a word of knowledge. You want to know what to do. He said, call on the elders. He didn't say, wait until you go to church Wednesday, Sunday. He said, call on the elders. And that's why we're here today. All of us on the line are elders. And I am not the only one that God has given this vision to. But he has given a vision to every one of us on the line and those that are listening that you should go and bring forth fruit. Fruit for repentance. Now look back over here again in the second place. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Now is the acceptable year of the Lord. And also the day of vengeance of our God. This is why it's so crucial that you know how to minister to people. You know, what if I would have told her, you know, your baby is cursed, you're not married. I mean, you don't have to blatantly come out and say things like that. It is what it is because we know that God hates sin. You're not going to keep sliding sin in and thinking that, you know, we're just going to water it down and, you know, we're going to get married, you know. Well, you should have done all that before you started messing with God righteousness. Now, God put this thing about lovemaking between two married people. We're not going to preach on that this morning. And if you call me on the telephone and you're not married and you're telling me that we're going to get married, that's all I hear from all the people that's not married is we're going to get married. Okay, we're going to get married, Well, then I'm ready to marry you all today. You know, well, we need, we need, we, 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 we need, I'll tell you what. I'm going to pray this prayer. I'm going to pray that God will keep you all from one another until y'all make a decision. No, we don't really want to pray that. You don't want that prayer. So what do you want? You want righteousness? Or you want to just sweep your sin under the rug and got preachers praying over your relationship? And there's no relationship. We got to do it right, people. We're going to have to get it right. You know, there's no blessing. There's no blessing whatsoever in unrighteousness. All sin is unrighteous. Proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn to console those who mourn in Zion, to console those that are in righteousness, to console those that are in righteousness. How can I console and counsel sin this morning? How am I supposed to console sin? You don't console sin. You get it out. You get it out. To give them beauty for ashes, 
all of joy for mourning, the garment of praise from the spirit of heaven, that they may call the tree of life. All these things happen for us once we come in righteousness before God. Automatically, automatically, we have not understood the scriptures. And I'm telling you, as the Lord was speaking to me and yesterday, you know, all of a sudden he opened up on the on the sister and he told the sister, No, you stand up and you stand against that spirit. When the Holy Spirit spoke to me and told me that uh this guy has uh uh let's see how did how did they say? This guy this guy it was something like he's being controlled he's being controlled He's being controlled by a spirit of the past or something. I don't quite remember. But the girl said, you're the only one. Nobody knew that. Then, so they're not willing to tell you what they know already, but I remember saying, you you know. So you all that are listening this morning to me, you know where the problem is. But you also know that if it's unrighteous, you know, it's kind of strange. When we were doing the prayer line at Roberts University, uh, same lady called, and not just uh, many other people's call. Lady said, I need for you to pray for my companion. I said, okay, what do you want to pray about? I want to pray he come home. I said, y'all married? No, we're not. We're going to get married. I can't pray that prayer. Why not? This is the prayer line. Yeah, you got to understand, though, what you're asking for. It's sin, and I can't pray him back in your home. You do what you want to do to get him back in there, but I'm going to pray for you, baby. Let me pray for you. I'm start praying for the woman. The woman said, no, 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 no. You're not praying right. So how do you pray? How do I'm supposed to pray? Then the other lady called. She had arthritis and everything, and she just called every day, every day, every day. She wants me to pray. They specifically asked for me. Is the minister that I pray? I think his name is Minister Anderson. Is he? Is he? Is he there? So they say, yeah, we'll pass the line. They pass the line to me. Good morning, or good afternoon, whatever it is. Uh, yes, this is a sister, whatever her name was. Yes, ma'am. God bless you. How are you feeling? Well, well, I need prayer again. <laughs> So this is what I told her. I said, well, I'll tell you what I want you to do, mother. I said, B said, I pray for you so regular. Could you just get together and just make me a little room on the backside of you? Do you have a house? She said, yes. Do you got a little yard in the back? Yes, we got a lot of yards. I said, well, could you and your husband get together and just make me a little house on the back and just put me a little room with a little bed in it? And that's all I need, just a little bed. She said, why? I said, because at the rate I'm praying for you, I'm going to have to live closer to you so when you need prayer, you can just tap on the door and holler back there and say, is your prayer for me, Brother Anderson? She laughed. She said, that would be nice. <laughs> she said, but I don't want to do all of that. I said, well, that's the way you that's the way you come to me for prayer. I said, I'm going to show you how to pray and how to rid yourself of all these problems. And I began to teach her how to pray. And when I taught her how to pray, I didn't get all them calls I used to get. And so I'm saying the same thing to the house this morning, that maybe you need to learn how to pray over your situation. 
and I want you all to call in, and I want you to tell me your situation, and then I'm going to tell you how to pray. I'm going to tell you how to pray every day. I'm over here rebuking demons and binding up strongholds and breaking walls down for you. Why don't you call in? And if you call in, then I can show up demonstrate to you how to overcome. How to overcome your situation. Is that all right, Sister Rockland? You think that'll work? I think that'll work. I think that's really what we need. We need to we need to have the line just open. And we just say a few scriptures and play some music until somebody say, I need prayer. Because, you know, the Bible said, pray not for the world. I pray for everything. I pray that the mosquitoes will leave you alone, that you won't get no Zika disease, whatever they call it. Ain't nothing. You know, the God of his truth is that God is able to keep you from being sick keep diseases and mosquitoes and everything from biting you. And he'll give you a remedy. I put together a remedy, Sister Robin Lynn, and I made this stuff, Sister Robin Lynn. I made it out of out of three cans of stale beer. I opened the top on some Budweiser, and I let it sit there for a whole week. I pulled that stuff up with my Epsom salt, and I ain't going to tell them what else I did, with my Epsom salt, and I put it in my pump spray, and Sister Robin Lynn, I'm telling you to go out of the truth. Them bugs won't even fly around the light with the light on out there. Them bugs won't even so much even think about it. I mean, the uh, the grass bugs was jumping up out the grass, getting somewhere. The ants was moving and going about their business. And uh, those great big old beetles that looked like a half an inch long, two of them was laying on their back. The uh, snails was coming out. They was like, God, I don't know where they're coming out to get drunk or what, Robin Lynn, but they sure ain't out there no more. So the Holy Spirit will show you what to make. If he can show me what to make to keep the mosquitoes and the bugs off my front door, certainly he can show me how to pray for your situation this morning. And that's what I want to do. I want to do more than just tell you. I want to show you how to overcome your fears. When Jesus came into the earth, he came, demonstrated his love, demonstrated his power, and he also said, the work I do, ye also should do greater works. We're doing greater works today because we have Internet, we have automobiles, we have four more today working for us than what he had. And if we just going to just sit around and not be a participator, but only going to sit out there, Sister Robin Lynn, she got out of here and she done what the Lord told her to do. She asked for support. Now, come on now. In the seven years, Sister Robin Lynn and I have been on, these, on this Internet, you all have came, have learned how to put your own program on. She has formatted it for you. She has built it for you. 
And not only did she build it and format it, she produced it for you. And not only did she produce it for you, she did put it out before a million listeners. Now you got people all on talk show coming after you, blessing you, doing things. What, 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 what happened to Robin Land? What, what happened to a little love, a little seed faith? What happened to seed time and harvest? What happened when you see your brother or sister in need, Isaiah 58, shut it up your Bible? You know what? You people are rebellious peoples. You're just rebellious. I mean, the scripture says, Isaiah 58, the problem is you just don't know scripture. Let's, let's just blame it on Matthew 22, 29. You don't know scripture. And you can't get angry at me because I'm telling you what the Bible says. It says, you don't know scripture, and neither do you have any power. It says, how be the love of God, and you see your brother have need, and shut it up your bowels of compassion. Now, I'm going to ask surviving men, would she please come and tell us where would she like to have the support sign? You know, come on now. We're breaking chains in your life. We're praying over you. You see the results. Your surgery is coming out well. We can't put a price on what's being done. We can't say, well, I'm not going to pray for you. We can't even do that. We have to continue doing what God has given us to do. There's power in this place. And Sister Wyman Lynn had requested so she can be restored for the thing that she's missing. And the things that she's missing, they ain't things that she just she just wanted. They're what she needs to continue her ministry. So you all that are listening, she had blessed through those same devices. She showed you how to point and click off of those same devices. She needs to be restored. And I want Sister Robin Lynn to come now and to tell us what does she need and where would she like to have the need meters to send this money. Sister Robin Lynn, would you yeah. please? Yeah. Um, seeking um, to raise $5,000. And you can go to RobinLynnsProductions.com and then look for the Robin Lynn's Productions Restoration Fund, and click on that, and you'll be able to go and contribute real easy. And if anyone else out there need to raise need to raise any funds, please contact Robin Lynn. Please contact Robin Lynn Production. Let her know uh, what you're trying to do. What are you trying to do? and how much money you need, and we have various sites where we can help you get these funds raised so that you can be able to further uh, further on in the ministry of the Lord. Um, we want to help you in any and every way, form, or fashion. We want to talk about today and hour that we're living in, and I just want to just talk this morning and connect with the people. Uh, we see that children are coming up missing every day, every day, every day. 
and we only talk about these things, but there's no power. But I believe that with all the tsunamis and all the tornadoes and all the earthquakes and all these things that are coming up on the earth, as we look at the word of God and scripture, scripture has already warned us that all these things will happen, but the end, Matthew 24, but the end is not yet. But he said, when you see the abomination of desolation, when you see the government system going along with the sin and urging in sin and urging in all these different supporting, supporting murderers like ISIS, ISIS is being supported by many, many groups. Even some of our young men, I saw and I looked and I say that a lot of our young men have went to ISIS and they, they, they have them on the mission list as missing. They're missing, but they're not missing in action. And we need to bring these type of things to the forefront. We don't talk about these things enough because it's not our child missing. But I want you to picture this morning and be concerned about a 17-year-old, a 16-year-old beautiful little girl, but you gave your child the Internet at the age of five. Uh, someone protested me the uh, day before yesterday, which was another young girl about 14. She said, I know this little boy five years old. He has a telephone and a pen, and, and, and he locks it. Now, what could be so secret about this five-year-old that he has his own pin code where he can lock his phone, and otherwise I'm locking mommy and daddy out? Sister Rodney, how do you how do you deal with that issue? What do you have to say to the parent that has given this five-year-old his telephone and he can do what he want to do on it? Well, you know... You'd have to come up with a lot. Everybody's sleeping here, so I don't want to do too much talking. I don't want to wake anybody up. Mm. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, right now, right now, Robin Lynn time is about uh, 4.30. Uh, 4.30 is, is, is about 4, 4.50 right now, or 3.50 where she's at. So everyone is talking. But you don't deal with it. You don't deal with it. And you don't pray about it. You go to the parent and you ask them, "What?" first you lay it down before them in love, how dangerous it is that this child could have a friend on the Internet. And the friend is just like some of the friends that, you know, they're not our friends. They come on Skype, and they be mostly women's. And they want me to befriend them. And you know I befriend them, so I know what, so so I know exactly what is, you know, because I need to find out is all these people thinking the same thing. The next thing they do after I let them in the door is they'll say uh, uh, hi. If they don't say hi, they'll say hello. If they don't say hello, they'll say uh, um, uh, click your click your camera on, uh, put on your put on your, your your cam. If they don't say that. They'll say they'll say hello, darling. If they don't say that, they'll start talking about that they're they in refugee in Ghana, and uh and and they need some support. 
I used to feel bad about this before the Lord convicted me and showed me exactly what it was. Majority of them are guys portraying the picture of a young lady. And the young lady be lying. But this guy is motivating her into uh, talking. So I go along with a long conversation, and, and I tell them that uh, uh, only God can, only God, only God can do this thing. And she says, well, could you send monies? And I said, yes, certainly we will. We will send monies. Where would you like to have the son to? And the, the, all, all the places they want a son to is Ghana. Just con artists. Just con artist peoples. What needs to happen in society is that People need to stand up and stop being so gullible. You know, you got women in Hawaii. They, they, they say they're from, uh, um, from Vietnam. Anyhow, all these places and stuff. So after I didn't find out what they're all about, then I just, bloop, I push them out. But I do at least try and help them spiritually. They don't want any spiritual help. Sometimes you're trying to pray for families. All you're doing is annoying them. The young lady yesterday on the line, she wasn't being, a, you know, she really, really wants to know what is the best thing for her to do. We need to learn how to give wholesome advice. We're not marriage counselors. We're not spiritual counselors. We are just letting you know from some of the same, same things that we've been through. We want you to know. Shama, you need to get up, baby. You're running out of time, sweetheart. We let the people know this morning that if the word of God says be still, it says be still and know that I am God. If you need a job this morning, don't spin up all your gas running all over the world looking for a job. You sit down and you talk to the Father and you tell the Father what you want and you tell him, you understand, to give you ideals created within yourself that when you do show up to that place, that the people will automatically want you in the place because of the, the humorless. So a lot of times we go out looking for a job, and the enemy is sitting in the office, and they won't give you the job because they discern who you was before you even came. They heard you on the phone, and they waste your time. To stop wasting all your time, what you need to do, you need to pray, and you need to begin to worship the Lord and tell him, thank you, Father that you will give me an opportunity. There are so many ways to walk in the kingdom. If you walk before the Lord and you walk in righteousness and you learn how to pray and you learn how to love one another, and another thing, too, whatever you have a need for, why don't you sow a seed? I've been sowing all kinds of seeds. I went yesterday and uh, uh, I waxed this brother's car. You know, they charge him $150 to clean his car and he looked at how clean my car is. I told him there ain't no greater detailer than me. I told him even when my car is dirty, it's clean. Even after I done drove it through the water, still clean because of the wax that's on it, because of what I use on the tire. So we were together yesterday, and I said, hey, go get that BMW out of there. Let's go clean it up. I waxed it up real clean for him. I said, now, you just paid that man $150, and I have to get the wax out of the cracks where he's stuck in the cracks. 
I said, now look at your car now. I said, that's just favor. God has given every one of us a gift and a talent. I need to get paid for that. God gave me this to get paid. Yes, he did give it to you to get paid. I'm not saying that. But if you're not getting what you need today, then choose you somebody to sow a seed of love into and do that paperwork for them. Make those copies for them. You know, spend $35, dollars $50, $100 worth of your money into creating some wealth for them and watch and see what's going to happen to you. Now, they may not come back. They may not be the ones that will come back and bless you. Don't look for them to bless you. Now you can go to the throne and say, Father, I thank you. I have sown seed and good soil. Let them go forth and reap a harvest. Now somebody will see your work and say, ooh, who did this? It was Sister Brown. At Brown. Whatever. And there you go, some business. And the word of mouth. I'm telling you what has happened to me. Out of the seed that I have sown, I get a phone call every day for an assignment. I stopped yesterday morning. I went down to pick up the guy who had the BMW to take him to take his car to the transmission shop. All this here is just by love. I didn't ask him for no gas. I had gas in my truck. I took him. We went out and ate fish. I paid for the fish. And I'm just showing you something. It ain't, And I'm not trying to get no brownie points. I don't need no pat on the back. I'm showing you how, how, how I'm going to reap me a harvest today. I'm going to reap a harvest today just from yesterday. I went on. I bought him back. He tailed his car. I went on, I came home, and I laid down. Yesterday, another friend of mine called. I went to his home. He was sitting there disturbed looking, and I asked him. I said, Doc, what can I do for you today? He said, well, I ain't got no air conditioning in my truck. I said, no problem. Come on. Right away, we got a compressor, put the compressor on his truck, pumped him up some AC, he says, uh, what I owe you, Reverend Rob? I said, that's seed. And that's seed. I'm only trying to show us if you need a miracle on your behalf, sow into Robin Lynn. Robin Lynn, I believe, is good soil. I found no fault in her this morning. I don't see nowhere where no one ever said anything ill about her. I find no fault in her this morning. And if you find any fault in her, then let's deal with it. There's not one person from Jesus in the morning to revival fire. Nobody can say anything about her. This is good Saul. She sold many seeds. She pointed and clicked for me. She came and she, matter of fact, she cleaned my computer for me. She was way, way over in another, another country somewhere. And she said, do you mind, uh, you mind uh, letting me come, come in your computer? I said, yeah, if you can do it. So she told me what to put on, why I can share it. 
and that cursor was going all it went to the control panel. She said, What is all of this? I don't know. I don't want to get on this computer. It had all kind of stuff was downloaded on it from me not knowing or, or what I'm clicking on, just clicking on stuff. And all that stuff just goes in there and it sits in there and it gets virus and virus come. So she cleaned my computer. She fixed it. And that seed that she sowed into my life, you know, in turn, I've sowed financially into her life. I've been here as a minister in her life and other people's. I mean, we've been on this thing here anywhere between five and eight years. We've been doing this together. And we have been a blessing to many, and many have been a blessing to us. So I'm talking about seed, time, and harvest. Whatever you have a need for, if you need healing in your body this morning, why don't you sow seeds into someone else's life that is going? When you go to the doctor's office, you know, and you're sitting there, you know, you put a, put you on a happy face, smile. You know, our ministry is not ministry of just talking like I'm doing this morning. Sometimes ministry is just ministry with your eyes and just letting people know that I see you. And I promise you, the Bible says whatever you want for someone else, that God will do it for you. We need to do what the words say do. And if we can do what the words say do, you're going to have what you say. See, that's what the Bible says in Mark 11. It says, when you pray, believe you receive whatsoever you say when you pray, and you should have what you say. So what are you saying this morning? I don't know how I'm going to make it. I don't know what I, what's going to happen with me and these kids sitting around here. Stop saying those things and start saying, oh, but I know that all things... For working together for my good. Hallelujah. And the very Lord in his time, the highest, they tremble at his heart, tremble at his heart, I pray in our mouth, sing with me, I pray in our mouth, and I'll
we're going to bind up some of these spirits this morning in the earth. Is that all right this morning? If we do us, amen, some spiritual cleansing, you know, because people have spoken wrong words over you, you know, and you need to know that you're being called by his name, hallelujah, Isaiah 43, and that Jeremiah 33, it speaks of his calling. And I want to pray this morning. Heavenly Father, I come to you now in Yahshua's Homoshia, holy name. I ask you, Lord Jesus Christ, to bind Satan and all demonic spirits, ears, death, and eyes blind to any prayers or words, declared, decree, or that I have been spoken or being spoken or will be spoken about me, my family member, and those that I pray and intercede for. For the enemy cannot learn or discern what is said or what we are doing. I ask you, Lord Jesus, that you throw the enemy into confusion and that they will remain in confusion so that they will not be able to come against us. I ask you, Lord, to dry up the wrong prayers being spoken, null and dead and totally ineffective at their root source. Lord, I ask you to destroy all nullifying, neutralizing prayers and words, effects and side effects, things, darkness, darts, evil imprints, and memories, and memory loss, along with all evil influence, schemes, plans, habits, and thoughts. Lord, I ask you that a spirit of conviction and repentance be loose to anyone praying wrong prayers, that you would forgive them and help them to learn how to pray properly according to your word, according to John 14, 13, and 14. To God be the glory. Heavenly Father, I come to you now in your holy name. I surrender myself to you. Heavenly Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, your word says in Jeremiah 33, verse 3, to call upon you and you will show me great and mighty things that I do not know. Lord God, I come to you now and cry out. I call unto you, creator of the universe. I ask you to show me great and mighty things of the unfaultable riches of your glory and splendid all that you are. Help me to plumb the depths of your being and know you. I worship you. I praise your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you this morning that you're teaching us how to pray, that we'll begin to teach the nations how to pray and how to come before your throne of grace, that they may receive mercy and strength in time of need. Father, forgive us, Lord, for all the wrong prayers that we're praying, all the screaming and hollering at you that we have done, Father Lord. Oh, God, we thank you, Lord, that when we should be receiving and worshiping you, Father Lord, we're speaking in unknown tongues that we ourselves sometimes, Father Lord, don't even know what's going on, Father. But I thank you, God, for your intercessors and for that are interceding around the throne, God, your angels, Lord. I thank you, Father Lord, that there is no weapon that's formed against the body of Christ that shall prosper. I thank you, Lord, for my family and friends that are not even on the line this morning, Father Lord. I thank you that you're keeper, Lord, and that you're keeping them in perfect peace. I thank you for our solid prayer partner, Minister uh, uh, Pastor Craig, 
I thank you, Father, Lord, that you're keeping her and on her job, God, that you have angels, Lord, on assignment round about her, Father. No weapons formed against her, Father, Lord, shall, amen, prosper. I thank you, Father, for her life lighting up according to your word, Father, Lord, and a stranger, God, cannot intercede before her, Father, in her, through her, that your word is sealed in her this morning, Father. Lord, I thank you for the finances. We call them in from the north, south, east, and the west, that they'll fall upon my home today, God, that, God, I'll be a blessing to those, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that every need is met and every person, Lord, that has come across the line, God. I thank you for doors opening that no man can close. I thank you for this day, God, that when we leave from the line today, Father, that you will meet us, Father, Lord, at the point of breakthrough, and you'll give us what we need this morning, Lord. I thank you for all the children on their way to school today, and they'll be getting out shortly, Father, Lord, and for a summer vacation. I thank you that your hand is covering the children, Father, God, whether they know you or not, Father, I thank you that your hand will cover them. I thank you that we'll do a great work in the earth, Lord. We'll go out and preach the gospel, Lord, all up and down the beach, Father, Lord. We'll stand and declare liberty, Father, Lord. We'll stand and preach to your people, Father, Lord. Oh, God, give us your strength, your power, Lord, your wisdom and words. Speak to your people that they may hear, Father. Lord, we pray for Brother Luke, Lord, over there in Vietnam, Father, Lord. I ask enrich him and teach him the word of God that he may be able to understand, God, that he cannot fight, God, uh, 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 this fire with fire. He cannot, Lord, uh, 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 see the results of your glory, Lord, until he get the word in his mouth, Father. I pray that you will teach him, hallelujah, how to speak and how to preach and how to decree a thing that he may be blessed, Lord. Thank you for the blessings falling upon him. And upon this line today, we just give it up and give it over unto you, Father, Lord, that we're healed and made free, and the weapon formed against us shall prosper. Every idle word spoken out against us, every evil word, every word we ask you nullified now, Father, that it come to no effect. I thank you, Lord, that we're learning how to pray. I thank you, Father, Lord, that you're giving us utterance, Father, Lord, that we can utter unto you. I thank you that we are sealed in you. I thank you this morning that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. I thank you this morning, God, no witch, no warlock, no demon, or no power of hell can get us out, Father Lord. I thank you that we are up under the shadow of your wing, and the Almighty. I glorify your name this morning that all the old things that we were, Father Lord, that they cannot come back again and, and bring us into abundance because when the sun set free, it's free indeed. We are free this morning because of your word. Thank you for your word this morning, Father that your word abide in us, Lord, we abide in your word, and we're going to keep our minds stayed on you today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lord, we give it all up you, because you are worthy of all praise, glory, and honor. We love you, Father. We declare that we will serve you to our dying days, and we will tell a dying world about the Savior Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Uh, anyone have any prayer requests before we pray? we got another prayer we want to pray, amen, uh, for the parents and for loved ones and for our teenagers. Good morning, good morning. Who just came in the house? Trady, good morning. Mm-hmm. Sister Freddie, how did you do yesterday? How did your day go yesterday, and how is it going this morning? It went great yesterday. I was a little tired because I pulled like a double shift, triple shift, or whatever you want to call it, but I thank God I got a job. But um, I just woke up from coming in from work last night, 
But I just jumped on the phone. I'm sorry I missed the teaching today, but I'm gonna try, try to get regulated where I can see where I can get on get on up or stay up or something and hear the word. Okay, you can always go listen to the recorded message and lay in the bed. You can always just lay in the bed and just get in the recording. You can get it through speaker, you can get it through a a, a talk shoe. Seven two four 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 four. You can get it online. You have to go online and get it though. If you want to listen to the uh, to the recording, you have to get it through uh, talkshoe.com. Okay. Yeah. See, that's the thing over here. You know, I'm not. I don't have internet over here, but I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do something. So I'll figure it out. But uh, yeah. I didn't even know one one two five three is the uh, pin number. Okay. Don't worry. Don't worry about it because guess what. Great as he and you anyhow, you know you yes. you are sealed. You are sealed with his promises. You know there ain't no way that he ever going to let you go. You couldn't go nowhere if you wanted to go because you know what you do. You stand up and you say no. Mm-mm. I don't want to go back. Ain't nothing to go back to. When I left there, you know when I left when I left Massachusetts, huh. When I drew that line through my log book in an 18 wheeler, I said I'm never going back, and I never went back to Massachusetts again. I never went back to Maine again. Those are states that I don't even care to go to. You know, I want to go to Maine. Don't like coming to Chicago. I go around Chicago. Don't want to go to Chicago. Chicago speed limit too slow for a truck driver. Truck driver needs 75 miles an hour. Chicago say 65. I'm breaking the law. I'm running 85. So I know they're going to give me a ticket. So far, it didn't happen. <laughs> so far, it didn't happen. So to God be the glory. Hallelujah. I wanted Hallelujah. to make it in this morning. Hello, Simon Partner. Did you make it this morning, Pastor? She make it when she can, though. She, she, You know, it's hard to work on a job. And to be called in on these prayer lines, sometimes, you know, you just have to just, you can't be on the line because your supervisor is, is, is coming through that. You know, I understand. But I'm so grateful this morning that I'm on my job, and my job, hallelujah, is to give this word up. But, yeah, we basically was talking from Isaiah 61. You know, we was giving a, a note, we was taking note of what he said in Isaiah 61, which is the opening scripture. And the Lord was telling me that he has laid it up on every one of the believers to be able to help the poor. And you help the poor with word of knowledge. You know, I'm not no preacher. Well, i tell you what, you was in your mess. You can show, you can talk about how you was messed up and jacked up. Might help somebody else. So, oh, my Lord, I'm doing the same thing. That's what you're talking about. Ooh, baby, how did you get free from that? Now, I ain't telling you my business, child. Mm, well, keep it to yourself then. You know, keep it to your own stuff, and I'll I'll get I'll get out of this hole. You know, see people down and won't even go and help them get up. You just look down on them. You know, Jeremiah thirty chapter talked about the man that was jacked up going to Jericho, coming around Jericho. They just stripped the poor man, wounded him, and hurt him and bleed him. The man was messed up, but a good Samaritan, a good Samaritan came through and saved his life, and brought him to the end. The Lord wants us to come to the end of our mess. Come to the end of our mess. Let's pray for our teenagers, amen, and for our loved ones this morning. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, 
I affirm your word over my children, the children of all the ones that I'm praying for. I commit our children to you and affirm your word over them. From Isaiah 54, 13, that tells me my children shall be taught by the Lord and great shall be the peace of our children. I thank you that you deliver our children out of rebellion into right relationship with us and with their parents, according to Exodus 20 and 12. Your word teaches us that the first commandment given with a promise is to, is to the child who obey his parents in the Lord. Father, you said in Deuteronomy 5, 16, that all will be well with our children and Shammah will live long on the earth. I affirm that Shammah and all of her brothers and all of the other family and members and children, I affirm that this promise on behalf of these children, asking you to give Shammah, her brothers and sisters and all the other family members and their siblings an obedient spirit, that she may honor her mother and father. Father, forgive me for mistakes made out of my own hurt or selfishness, which may have caused Shama or any of her siblings or any ones under the sound of my voice to hurt. I ask you, I ask full and true repentance for the mistake I've made in raising my children. I release the anointing that is upon Jesus to bind up and heal our broken hearts and the broken heart of our children. Give us the ability to understand and forgive one another as God has forgiven us. Thank you for the Holy Spirit who leads us into all truth and corrects any wrong perception about past or present situations. Truth. Thank you for teaching us to listen to each other and giving Shama and Ira and that heart admiration for then she will be called wise. I affirm that I will speak kind, excellent, and godly things and that any words coming out of my mouth will be the right words and will be used for your glory, Lord Jesus, according to Colossians 3.21. Father, I promise to train and teach Shama and all the other children under the sound of my voice and the way that they or she is to go. And when she is old, she will not depart from you, but will follow you all the days of her life and all the days of each children's life. In the name of Yahshua HaMashiach, I command the spirit of rebellion to be far from the hearts of any of these children and confess that she, they, them, is willing and obedient, free to enjoy the reward of their promises. I ask that Shama and any and all of the children shall be peaceful and a blessing to others. Father, according to your word, we have been given the ministry of reconciliation. I release this ministry and the word of reconciliation into this family. I refuse to revoke. Uh, intimidate, uh, irritate, or belittle 
my child or any children, I will not be hard on Shabbat or any of the children that come across my path or require perfection, least they or she become discouraged, feeling inferior, frustrated. I will not break his or her spirit in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, I forgive my child for the wrong that they have done and stand in the gap until he, she begins to understand your love and your grace, causing them to come out of the spirit of rebellion, which is described the enemy, according to Ephesians 6.1.3, we should not abandon hope in your love and commitment to all your creation. We know you, Jesus, died for our children even before they were born, although it may seem to us that our children journey into selfishness, self-destruction, and the world is never ending. God, we know you are at work in our children's lives and ways we may never understand. We ask you, Heavenly Father, for quiet assurance that the procession of conversion will take place and the inner peace that only you, Lord, can give us will now manifest in our lives in the name of Yahshua HaMashiach, help us to be strong like Mary, the mother of Jesus, as she wept and felt deep pain as she witnessed her son's journey knowing God's plan. As you know, your plan for our children, even before they were born, Jeremiah 1, 2, help us, O oh Lord, to know and understand that we must let God control different difficult situations and I always be mindful to trust you. Heavenly Father, help us to remember always that our children have belonged to you from the beginning. Help us, to, help us, Lord, to understand that we are here to nurture them and guide them in your way while they are in our care. Lord, we have been mindful to raise them up in the way that they should go, having made some mistakes of the flesh, and we're not perfect. We did not. We did what we thought was right at the time, and we know that you, Lord, know our hearts and are the effort. It is so difficult, Lord, to understand them and to be the way they would like us to be. Even though it is difficult to understand, we continue giving glory to you and put our complete trust and expectation in your word of your word. Thank you for for recounseling the heart of our rebellious child back to us and our hearts back to our child. We declare the power of the enemy over our children, known and born, according to Psalms 55, 12, 14. Thank you, Lord, for our child, our children, and Shama, for holding each one of them in your loving hand. In Jesus' mighty name, Hallelujah. I pray the prayer of faith over our children. We got some stiff necked, rebellious children. They don't want to do nothing because they say we don't understand them. We are old fashioned. We are old fashioned. And we just want you to understand us better. I can't understand you because you don't talk. They don't talk to us. They sit there 
mumble and grumble. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to 
And I know it. You said it to me when he rescued me. There's no great love in the world. Oh, 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 oh. There's so many things I want to tell you. Somehow we made a way for me. If he hadn't loved me for the mistakes that I made. I just don't know where I would be. Show me so much favor. And now I understand the amazing grace. Through all of the pain, all of the shame, I'm feeling. There is nothing that could make you pay. Oh, you look in your eyes, you can see.
Hallelujah. Seven blasts of the trumpet. It is finished. Hallelujah. We do thank God this morning for Evangelist Robin Lynn uh, opening up the service this morning. Hallelujah. When I got here, it was already going on. Praise the Lord for her. Amen. You have to think about it. You know, 3.30 in the morning, she's opening up a service for 5.30. You know, um, we certainly miss uh, Dr. Freddie, the man of faith of the mustard seed. Hallelujah. He just opted out of the program on us. And certainly we want to do what God is telling us to do here. Amen. So we want him to come back and get back on the post that he was on. That's his 5.30 program. My program started at 7 a. M. 7 a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. But, you know, I'm in the Central Time. So I'm up about 5.30 in the morning. But at 5.30 in the morning, I'm still trying to uh, get things done around here and get my wife out of the door and start preparing things for Shama. But I make no excuse. So I believe that if I can get up at 4.30, 5.30 in the morning, and get my day started doing my thing. I believe that everyone that is not, you know, working that time of morning or trying to get from work or get to work, you know, also can do the same thing. You know, I don't understand uh, how we expect to do the things of God, to receive from God, if the Lord has given you a work to do, and you're not doing what he's giving you to do. So how do you expect to get over it? And I'm talking to leaders. I'm talking to those that God has placed in leadership. I'm not talking to Robin Lynn. Robin Lynn is the producer. All she needs to do is just set the stage. That's all a producer do is make a way for those that are standing there. If you're not standing in your place that God has placed you in, then you need to go back and ask the Lord uh, where are you standing. We don't want to stand on shifting sand, and we don't want to be uh, condemning no one. It's not about condemnation. There ain't no condemnation. If the Father hasn't condemned you, who can condemn you? All I'm saying is that we need to be more responsible. If you want to see trials change lives, then be a part of the place where lives are being changed. And I believe that this is a place where your life can be changed. Anyone believe this is a place where you can be changed at? Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. It's changing my life. And what it does for me, Evangelist Freddie, is it gives me expectation and hope. But, you know, my life is so so caught up in and out to if nobody show up, Sister Freddie, for the last seven years, amen, I've been preaching in the atmosphere and through me preaching in the atmosphere and praying in the atmosphere, I, I've seen the result. I've had many come on the line that uh, testified they would have committed suicide, testified that they were uh, 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 in the bowels of sin, and uh, uh, they heard a message, and, and, and God delivered them. I am not the deliverer. I am only just standing in the gap just trying to obey the Father. And as I stated, I'm never going to put my mouth on anyone. I'm never going to tell you wrong. Judge your own heart whether you're wrong or right. I don't like calling names of people 
But sometime I am going to call your name because guess what? It's better for Moses to call you than for God to call you because when the children of Israel, when they told Moses, we want a king like everybody else got, you know, we don't want to hear from you. God said, okay. Then they said, well, we want to talk to God. Okay, you want to talk to God? Okay. When God spoke, he spoke with thunder. He spoke with fire. Please give us back Moses. You all need to listen to the elders. I don't care if it's a woman, whoever. If they are 50 years old, 45, you know, you start coming into reason at the age of 45 where you can read it and say, well, you know, I was just wrong. There are not many people at 25. There are some now. Don't get me wrong. I've met some young people 19 years old. Knew. I had a little boy 17 years old. Minister Shark heard him, spoke with wisdom, and they labeled him ADD. See, the difference in ADD today and the difference in ADD uh, 30 years ago was mother and them, they had medicine for ADD. Today, you got to get a prescription for ADD. You know, I'm so grateful that my mother and my grandma had a medicine for ADD, and the medicine, hallelujah, we didn't have to take it often because once they gave you that medicine for that week or two weeks ago, oh, Lord, that medicine sometimes left a stain. Whatever it touched, it stained you, and that was the raw of correction. That rod of correction today is slightly spared. The Bible said talk to these children when they're going down, when they're getting up. I talk to Charlotte, I'm talking to her now. Well, I put the music on so I can go in there and talk to her. I talk to her when I pick her up from school. I talk to her going to school. I talk to her before she go to sleep. I talk to her, I talk to her, and I talk to her. I talk to her about the things of God. How that Shama. The Lord has put so much in you and on you. It is impossible for nobody to know who you are. You couldn't put a crocodile sack over your head. They're still going to see you. You look like an ostrich with your head in a hole. No matter what you do, the people already know you've been marred and scarred with that name. You've been labeled. Because the Bible says that if I be saved, my whole house shall be saved. Let us stop talking about our children, stop talking about our families. Let us stop talking about our siblings. And let us start being kind to one another, affectionate. I don't care what they said to you or how they treated you. That's their fault, not yours. Don't let it become your fault because, Shama, would you please go in there and do what I told you to do? You see how you is? You see how you is, right, Shama? Go do what I told you to do. Because if you don't do what I told you to do today, I already have that rod of correction sitting right here, and I'm going to put it on your back. Now, y'all write that down out there. You can come to my house. I'm going to take this Bible here, and I'm going to knock me some word in Shama this morning. And, you know, get in there and do what I told her to do. And it is what it is. Because guess what? These people can't raise your children for you. The only thing they can do is stand on the outside and tell you, we're going to put you in jail. And I ain't hearing it. That's the first thing they want to do when you don't correct your child. You know, we'll correct them with bullets and with bullets and, 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 and starting guns. I don't need it in my life. It's not going to happen. So I'm saying, family, 
we want to come together. If you have any problems in your home today, whether it be with your child, if it's your dog, bring your dog to me. I'll make him obey. I've I've raised nothing but pit bulldogs, and I promise you, all of my pits and rockwallers, all of them, they know how to sit, they know how to stay, and they know how to stay put. They ain't going to lunch out and try and bite people. I don't understand why we label pit bulldogs to be dangerous. It ain't the dog that's dangerous. It's what the owner have allowed the dog to do. What you been training them on? You want to give them some gun? I'll give them gunpowder, make it mean. Okay. You do that. The dog is already crossed. He crossbred it. Now you didn't crossbreded the dog, and now you're giving him gunpowder. Oh, God. I want to help somebody this morning. That's why today has been a day of me just speaking out to the people. Just Robin Lynn came. She asked for a request. I don't understand you people. You're so stingy with your money, but let your let your employer don't pay you. Let let let, let him don't pay you. Let him uh, uh, take some deductions out. You squall like a pig. But when it comes time to give him to a place where you're being fed at, you thought you was going to leave and go to Burger King and ate up all that food at Jack and Bob. No, 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 that's a fine. You can get arrested for that. But in the kingdom of God, we don't arrest you. You get yourself arrested with God. Because when he said that he'll give seed to his soul, you ain't sold nothing. But you yet begging for seed. Your tithes and your offering. Give it to your local church. Some of you all don't go to church, but you come here and you get fed, you get delivered, you get made free. I am not going to beg you all for no seed because, of course, you all that know me, I get that seed every day because I put it out there in the streets. I put it out. Yesterday, there was a couple, and the couple were very, very rude to me, you know, and all I wanted to do was help them. But Bisa husband sit on his butt while she talked to me, while he rolled his eyes at me. I don't need that. You know, I, I'm a servant. I come to I come to get you back on the get you back rolling so you don't have to be told. And when I asked her, I said, Ma'am, I said, Do will that cost her? No, it just I said, hit it, click, click, click. I said, Ma'am, I said I usually charge $75 just to even look at a car. You know, I'm a servant. I am not a mechanic. I can fix your car. You can be in Georgia. A rival land will validate this. And anybody else that know me, I told a lady, I said, ma'am, $20. My daddy is a mechanic. I said, well, fine. I said, well, fine. Let me get on back in my truck. You call your daddy. I said, but I tell you what, if you let me leave here, I don't think your car going to start today, and you will be towed out of here. So she said, wait a minute. She called her daddy. She must have told her daddy. She said, there's a man here, daddy, and he got some tools in his hand. He's got a computer in his hand. And uh, uh, I know that's what she told him. And her daddy said, well, he already there. Get that man $20. He get the car started. So I took my stuff out, and I did what I had to do. And the car started. And when the car started, the young lady gave me the 20 hours. She said, I'm just going through some things. And the Holy Spirit spoke in that girl's world. And when the Holy Spirit spoke, she, she got more than what she bargained for. See, God has a way of sometimes stopping you.
so that the woman of God, the man of God, can come by and serve you. So I'm going to do what I told you to do. She said, I'm just going through some things. And the Holy Spirit spoke in her life and said, you got to get rid of anger and spoke over into his life. And when I turned and looked back, when I, when I looked back as I was pulling away, she had walked up in his face. He had his arms around her. They were smiling. They were kissing. They were loving on one another. God is able today. He wants to send a servant by your way today. But you need to think sometime that it's not all the time money. It's not all the time money. It wasn't about her money, but it was because of the evilness that was going between them. God wanted to get them, wanted to soften them up, and God wanted to bring them together. God wants to draw us today, and the only way that he can draw us today is we're going to have to stop looking at people that face value. So look at me. I don't know nothing. Ain't no all on my fingernails. Ain't no all on my truck. Ain't no all on my clothes. You can't look at me and tell that I know anything. But after 40 years of dealing with my own mess and running businesses, I know, I know what I know today. And so I'm telling you all out there in Radio Land, I want to hear from you. You don't even have to send now, now nickel. But would you please drop a line at P.O. Box 406, Elise, A-L-I-E-F. you're not doing what I told you, and I'm going to be off the line. Elise, Texas, 77411, P.O. Box 406, A-L-I-E-F, Texas. Seven seven four eleven. If you have a prayer request, if you have a spiritual need, or whatever, you have something that's going that's going off, going forth in your state, in your city. Let us ask for you. There's people listening to us right there locally where you live at, and they may want to come out and be a part of your program. Uh, I would love to be a part of your program. If you're over on Blog Talk, wherever you're at, uh, let me know. I want to come out and support you. Don't be selfish with your ministry because if you're selfish with your ministry, the Lord is looking at you. You just want to be all eyes on you, and you don't want nobody else to come in. But guess what? God is going to require you of how many peoples, how many peoples have your life had an impression on? We want to have an impression on you today. And we want you to know that we love you, we thank God for you, and we'll be back here again, as the Lord said the same, at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, which puts me at 6 a.m. Central Standard Time. We'd love to have you, love to hear from you, love to be there, amen, for you. Without further ado, is there anything anyone would like to add? Or say this morning, or make a request this morning. We want to open the lines up to our listeners this morning, our callers. So if you would, please come and say something before the closing of the service. Good morning. I just want to pray for my grandchildren and my children as well, because uh, if, I didn't, if I didn't trust God, if I didn't know a word, if I, didn't, if I wasn't plugged in and have a relationship with God, I would have a days of hope on my kids. 
But hearing the hearing that prayer this morning, you know, I have a prayer that I pray over my children, but it's it's it was so wonderful to hear you pray the way you pray for the, for for your child and for children because that can really be an issue in your life. Mm-hmm. And we so love those children, you know. And me coming from an abusive, satanic family that was perverted. I mean, I know I can understand the importance of parent, a role a parent plays in a child's life. You can, you affect them for the rest of their life by what you do. And, 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 and decisions that you make, they don't know no better, but you do. So um, that was a powerful prayer for me, and it touched my spirit. And I'm all, um, for me, I just thought I got really go, no. go. Do you, go, go, go do what I told you to do. Go. No, I don't care. Get on. Go do what I told you to do. Go do what I told you to do. I don't care. Do it. Get some food. Yes, ma'am, I told you. Yes, rebellion. I'm so sorry, sister. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. This girl, I, I just talk and talk. So, you know, it's quite natural. Daddy just talks. He ain't going to do nothing. That's a shame. I told you to fix mama some food. I didn't fix it. And I told you to eat. I'm not going to be dealing with you. <laughs> it is 8.04. Yeah, you want it. I cook food and you don't want it. Don't you say nothing else this morning, Shama. Because if you do, Shama. You're going to have some trouble because you have totally disrespected me for the last time by telling me what you don't want. And, and it's my job to feed you and to make sure that you take your vitamins and stuff. And then you provoking me. I just prayed about your provoking me. And stay out of my room. Yep, these are real live events, Sister Freddie. There's no system muting the telephone. No, it ain't. You got to be real. I mean, people think that preachers got the got 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 the best family. I do. I got a wonderful family. I don't scream and holler at Shama. I don't abuse her, or beat her. But when you didn't told the child for the last past hour, you didn't get. And then you know the child know the instructions. You know, now the evening time, Daddy, can you take me to get this done? Can you take me to get me some treats? No, it's no taking you to get any treats. It's not taking you to get anything done because if you don't earn it, I mean, you as an adult, Sister Freddie, if you don't serve the Lord, then how do you expect for him to meet your need? You ain't going to get your need met by God. God's going to say, when you come when you come back to the throne of grace and you ask me for mercy, then I'm going to give you mercy. But until then, I'm going to leave you out there with some wolves. That's, and that's biblical. That's, that's biblical. When the kids become so conceited and one-sided, because all they want to do is fashion themselves, you know, they ain't thinking about what the parents have told them to do. Then you don't sit there and have, I told you, ah, up your blood pressure now. You don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. You just do something to bring them, bring them back to their senses. You know, like I told her, dog, the dog, and her works by the same switch. I got switches on my car, switches on the wall to turn my lights on. You know, everything in the house got a switch to it. So if it takes a switch to turn your lights on, a switch to start your car, a turn signal, a switch lane, you you, you know, the dog needs a switch. I don't whip it with the switch. I hit the flow. Sometimes I have to hit the flow with the same switch to get Shama's attention. You know, if you think about it, you got a parent that's not abusive. You lay down in peace. Your room 
is nice and neat. You're sleeping on a bed that don't have sprains standing up out of it like we had when we were coming up. You know, our parents didn't know that you're supposed to change your mattress every 10 years. <laughs> you understand? But now we as parents, we know. And you make mama food good, too, because I'm going to taste it. Now we can do better than what our parents did for us because we realized they didn't get no parent, no parenting manual on how to parent. We didn't get no manual neither. But I raised mine according to the way I wanted to be raised. I wanted my daddy to take and play basketball. I wanted him to take me fishing and hunting. I wanted my daddy to do all these things. You know, he did some of them. So the others that he didn't do, I learned to do them for my sons and my daughter. Shama, make sure you warm it up for Mama, please. And so I just, uh, uh, I just pray every day, Freddie, for these kids. And and, and 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 when you raise a child in the fear and the admiration of the Lord, and then you see them, you see them going opposite. You know that hurts to see your child going in another direction. And here it is. See, these are generational curses. Okay. My dad didn't know what I know today on how to walk before the Lord. He knew it because he was a Bible scholar. There are many ministers, preachers, and and, and apostles and all this stuff. They, They know it, but how to perform it, they find not. They don't do it because they don't take God seriously. I take God serious this morning. I take it that if I don't do something according as the words say do, that God is going to do unto me what I don't want him to do to me. And I don't want no pain from God. I don't want, I'd rather take the pain from my mama or somebody, anybody, but not from God. Because if God has to correct me, oh, my God, it, it could be devastating. And especially when you're raising a child. And he has showed you how to raise a child. He has told you how to raise it according to this word. When we look into the law of liberty and we see this word and we raise our child according to the word, then we don't have to struggle in our mind. Did I do the right thing? Did I give them the right? Was it me that brought them off? Was it I could have done? You don't have to guess. I have no doubt in my mind that I'm raising this child. And the thing about it is, this is not my first daughter. I have daughters 35 years old. This ain't my first son. I got six of them boys. And the oldest of him is 30, 30, and I got twins, two of them 29. And there's not one of my children, there's not one of my children is nowhere that could stand up and give a testimony on that I did them any harm. And that's, and, 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 and that's the way we should uh, raise our children today, not raise them in fear and and and, and hiding. Where you at, boy? I'm gonna beat you. You know, you don't you, you don't want to you don't want to actually beat the boy. Sometimes they do stuff worthy of being beat because if the Bible, if we did it the Bible way, we'd all be locked up. The Bible said beat them with a rod of iron, but he didn't mean with a rod of iron, uh, iron like metal iron. People got it crossed. We need to know this morning what he's saying to the church. And the only way we're going to know what he's saying to the church is we have to pray for our children. Stop being so quick to be mad. 
we're just so quick to get upset and to get mad. Let's not do that. Let's take time. You know, I, I take time with Shama. You know, I call her. She still ain't doing what I told her to do, you know. But uh, uh, it's going to work out for her good because I'm not going to let her. I'm not going to let her continue to be the way she is. You know, Shama have a mother. Uh, my wife is a stepmother. And, and Shama mother have said a lot of things to Shama that I see have an effect on her that she shouldn't have said to the poor girl. So now the Bible says don't take the rod of correction to correct all that foolishness that her mama has spoken to her life. And so I talked to her about that, and I asked her to put her life in line. You know, line her life up the right way. So Shama don't sharpen all them pistols every day. I think you're taking pistols to the school and giving it to them. You know, you give everything. Shama make me pay for the pay for the children in the school. Parents don't don't give them pistols and stuff. I have to pay for the pistols and stuff, and, and I have to feed her friends and stuff. I'm like, golly, if that's the case, then I need to meet their parents and tell their parents, then, well, look, I need for your child to come over and watch dishes. I need for your child to come over and vacuum. They'll say, what? I said, yes, ma'am. Shama takes everything to school and give it to give it to your your daughter. And 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 I need her, your daughter to earn earn what she said. I'm coming to you soon. We're gonna let Shama pray us out this morning. Come on, Shama, get 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 your prayer in. Thank God that Daddy don't beat you because you sure ought to be beat. Well, my wife, if my wife could, she would beat Shama down. Shama knows too. But the only reason my wife don't beat it out is because of me. She know I don't fool with it. But, boy, Shama makes Mama so mad. One day she jacked her up in the collar last week. But I was sitting there. No, you ought to have been jacked up. And Shama was very mad to get jacked up. What did Shama say? I was so mad. Was, Shama said she could have slapped her. See, Shama said the truth. <laughs> She could have slapped my wife last week. <laughs> but, she, but she repeated, though. She shot me though her heart wasn't straight. She shot me ain't conscious of when the devil be trying to make her do stuff, huh? Take one of these uh, pills here and get your food. Come on, let's get out of this time and go. You can pray. We can pray on the road. Yeah, sweet. We can pray on the road. We got to go, Shama. Oh, come on, Shama. And you know what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to have in your purse. You know what time it is, right? Well, put it in your purse. I don't know what you're saying. They don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> well, Sister Freddie, I'm going to send it to you, Sister Freddie. I'm, I'm going to send it to you. You're going to have you a 13 year old going to come live with you, Sister Freddie. <laughs> You've got to have a sister, Freddie. Well, we gonna turn her over yonder. I'm sure she's a good girl. She she's wonderful, sister, Freddie. I, I, I make no mistake about it. Shama is very, very, very wise. She's she's everything. I don't I don't have to do a whole lot a whole lot uh, with Shama. I don't ever have to beat on her. I don't have to scream and fuss. You don't do everything right, but you got to remember, that's a child. You know, that's, 
Let's not get it twisted. I'm trying to cut this other program off. Come on, Shaman, pray so we can end the program, baby. He's just so slow, and I and I try I try to let her sleep. Uh, Fred, I try to let her sleep until um, to six thirty, but I'm gonna have to get her up at six because she she too slow. I can't even get this program here to end. You better come on, Shami. You're gonna make yourself late this morning, sweetheart. It's not daddy's fault. I can't get it in. I'll pray us out. Father, I thank you this morning that you've given us your grace, your mercy, your strength. Help us to understand, Father Lord, that it's all about you and it's not about us. Help us to know, God, that you've given us provision this day and that, Father, we don't have to worry because all things is done according to your will. Help us today as we go our ways to be mindful of who we are and whose we are, that we may not sin against you, Father. Lord, we need you this morning. We don't know, Father, or what this journey we're in and where it's going to take us to, but as we leave this morning, we ask you for your thriving grace and mercy. We ask you for strength to do the task that you set before us, Father. Bless us to Freddie and all of our listeners this morning that they too, God, will have this grace extended to them this morning. Touch our children, our companions. Oh, God, move by your spirit this morning like you've always done. Bless us, Lord. Give us a great anointing that we'll be able, Lord, to do what is right in the sight of the Father. And, God, if you would do all these things for us, Lord, we'll give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor. You deserve the glory. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.